I'm so very excited to be able to introduce this next guest, one of my all-time favorite humans. I vibed with her like no other. I had the privilege and pleasure of connecting with her in Sydney just this week past. It was an amazing, free-spirited, raw, real and completely relatable conversation we had on and off air. She's the amazing, beautiful Vesna from Big Brother Season 5, also known as the Erotic Cougar on OnlyFans. This bright, bold, larger-than-life soul came onto my radar all those many years ago when I saw her just apologetically herself on Big Brother she was one of the only people that I remember from the two series that I actually watched and I just thought wow I do actually remember myself thinking damn I wish I had the chutzpah that she has I was so taken aback by her energy by her presence by her just abundance and zero fucks to give ethos on life she then came back into my um, back in my radar a couple of months ago when I connected with a mutual friend who mentioned her to me and I'm like oh my god I love her I can't believe you know her personally so she introduced us and after diving in on her socials I knew that this was a conversation I needed to have with this woman. She is bold, bright, brave and does not apologise for being herself and being fully self-expressed in every way, shape, form. Emotionally, physically, sexually, there is no place that Vesna is not her voluptuous, vivacious self. And without further ado, I would like to share the magic conversation I had with her this week. Stay tuned, strap in your seatbelts, because this one is for the record books. A beautiful, beautiful, no-holds-barred conversation with Vesna from Brig Brother, Season 5. Love her. What a vibe this golden goddess is. Now, keeping in line and in theme with Breaking the Fast, part two, I want to know, in a sea of gold and glitz and glam, Melbourne, Sydney, abundance, time after TV, how does Vesna stay in her own lane and... Stay true to who you are without the madness and the chaos. I get your energy. You're very grounded. You're very centred. Massive focus on self-care and self-love. That's not the norm where we live in Melbourne, in Sydney. How do you stay abundant, expanded and in this big, lavish, lush city but stay true to who you are? Uh, I find 
my self-awareness is probably unlike it's ever been in my entire life. Ask me how I got there, I don't know. I really feel like there was a push from the universe and it kind of said to me, get the fuck up and realise what you're doing. Like, be aware of what you're fucking doing. I, I can't explain it to you, babe. Like, it was... I can't explain it to you. It's just a feeling I got from the that universe. That aha moment. Yes, massively. And from then on, it switched. I'm so in tune with people. Like, I can just get... I get vibes and feelings and all of that. Um, I feel like it's something to do with turning 40. Like... Maybe, maybe, yeah, 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 maybe. And you didn't need a life-changing blow up to get to that stage. I did. You you did? Oh, Oh, me too. I fuck yeah, I did. (laughs) I feel like the blessing is the gift. Yeah, I was was pushed. Sorry, the struggle is a gift. Yeah, I was pushed into it, massively pushed into it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I find that when, because I receive a lot of really nice messages and comments from people. And then yeah. <laughs> I receive some fucking trolls. Like the trolls that come my way, I'm just like, wow. I have realized in my life, it's never about me. Oh, you are Allah. dealing with something so deep in your life and so, so dark that my light just irritates you. Mm. And you're drawn to me and you're drawn to trolling me because my, you want so much to be in my light, you, you don't know how to tell me. So you're going to try and get my attention by messaging me something rude or something pathetic. It, and I get that. Yeah, it's like that little I kid in the that. schoolyard. Yes. You know, picking on the, the pretty girl yes. and saying something rude because he doesn't yes. know how to communicate yes. his feelings for her. Yes, and we, look, you know that saying goes, oh, you know, the commercials on TV ages ago, oh, he only hits you because he likes you. Look, I don't believe in, I don't believe in that. No. But I do believe in a lot of the times people don't know how to communicate their needs or their wants or, or things like that. So they will pick on someone that shines brighter than them. Because they don't know how to say, I find you amazing. Yes. Their egos are so inflated, they're so hurt, they don't know how to say it. I recognise this in people and I'm like, okay, you're, this is what's going on for you, that's fine. Usually they stop messaging me after that. Once, yeah. I'm, once I've pulled them out, they just stop. They've got no comeback. They're They've like, got nothing. I think I saw a post the other day about um, if you're annoyed or activated by something that somebody says or does, yeah. most of the time it's an indication that they are doing something that you do not like about yourself or you have the inability to do. Yeah, or it's something you need to heal. Yes. If you're triggered by something someone's done or said, look within first and try and ask yourself, okay, why am I so triggered? Maybe I do, for example, maybe I'm a little bit lazy. Maybe I do need to work on that. Yeah. I always look in first, always. The first place I go is in. That's the first place. Such great I analyse myself first, my actions or whatever I said or did. I find out why and then I will... There's always, It's always... How can I put this? Um, we create the problem and we also create the solution. It's Absolutely. always our fault. That's the way I see things. Always. I always... If there's a problem in my life, I've always contributed to it. Always. Yeah. And so energy it didn't just happen to me. You attract all of the circumstances. Yes. It didn't just on. happen to me. Yeah. I attracted it somehow. Yeah. Somehow I attracted it. So it's, if I can attract that, 
I can diffuse it. I can get rid of it. Absolutely. It never just happened to me because that's a victim mentality and I'm not a fucking victim. Absolutely not. Definitely not. I, I feel like um, people saying, oh, why is this happening to me? No, happening for you. Absolutely. It's so it's it never happens shift. to you. Why is this happening for me? And, and then, what did I do to attract yeah. this? What am or I? Where am I vibing? Am I vibing high? Am I vibing low? How's my frequency? Blah 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 blah. Frequency. Let's Where's talk about your frequency? frequency. Yeah. It's it's like um, I used the example of a radio station for those of you who are not I was familiar just with thinking that. Yeah. So if I want to yeah. listen to R and B, I'll tune into ninety six point one. Yes. If I want to listen to commercial bullshit, I'll turn into one hundred six point five. Yeah. I cannot hear R and B if I have my radio or my frequency tuned into one hundred six point five to the to the commercial channel i'm not going to be able to hear r&b yeah so using that sort of example if you're tuned in to the negative shit to the trauma to the well, mm-hmm. unresolved trauma mm-hmm. to the victim mentality mm-hmm. i'm going to be listening to life and looking at life mm-hmm. through that particular filter exactly and the alternative of that is exactly Exactly. So you've got to understand, like, it's not just about positive mindset. It's also about what level of life's pyramid are you operating on. At the bottom, we've got anger, greed, um, impatience, etc., etc. The further up you go on life's pyramid, that's what I like to call it, is love, acceptance, joy, etc., etc. I love that. Where are you vibing? It's not about just, for example, close your eyes and you say to yourself, um... I want to be rich. I want to be rich. It's not just about thinking positive and saying it. You know, Tony Robbins made a really, really good point. I've listened to that man my entire life. I love and he said, you can't just go out to the garden and say, I don't want any weeds. I don't want any weeds. You've actually got to vibe also. Mm. You've got to vibe like you're, like you're wealthy. Be the gardener. Yeah. You've got Toss to, yeah, you've got to believe that the universe will provide because there's money out there. Well, money it's is out an there. infinite resource. It's exactly. something that we generate. There's no limit to how much financial yeah. expansion we can create as humans. Yeah, but we have to generate it within ourselves first. Absolutely. So it has to. you have to not only want the money, you've got to feel like it's already yours and you've got to feel it in the pit of your stomach. And when you're thinking about money, you've got to feel it and you've got to literally... Sometimes when I'm manifesting money and I'm going to a meditation, I cry. I cry because mm. I can feel I can feel the money within. Absolutely. And that's how you attract it. That's how you attract it. You've got to vibe what you're saying too. You can't just say, I'm such a positive person and not no. vibe it. That's fucking bullshit. It's you're energy. kidding yourself. It's from the inside out. It's, yeah. it's this in-out thing as well. Like yeah. A lot of the time people are in the mindset of, when I have the house, I'm going to be happy. And no. It's, the, it's a no. inner engineering on the exactly. reverse. You've got to be happy first. And then the universe will provide because it already thinks you have it. Gratitude, thoughts and feelings. Gratitude is uh, gratitude is like the one thing that I, I constantly am I remind myself. Like when I'm pouring petrol in the car, I'm like so grateful I can afford this. Honestly, the little things, you know, when fresh I'm water, water, co- buying a coffee, being able, mm. being able to buy fresh fruit and vegetables. That is amazing for me. It's, it's that funny is amazing. you should mention that. I, the other day I was in Broadway and I walked past this homeless man and I didn't have any money at the time. Yeah. And um, I was like, right, I had, I, I had $200 left in my bank account. Yeah. 
So I went to the ATM, I drew out $100 and I sat down with him and he had a sign and he was very articulate about the sign. Yeah. And again, homelessness takes on all forms, yes. regardless of what people are oh, distracted by their... Um, I love that. Fireys. Yeah. Get your shirts off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on fire. Come on. Oh put me out. Um, and so if this guy, he had a dog and he, energy doesn't lie. Like I yeah. felt like the information that he'd shared on the piece of cardboard. I sat down to him and I said, what's your story? And he said, you know, I'm a musician. I went out of my own before COVID. Yeah. I lost everything. And I gave him the $100, which was the equivalent to three nights in a shelter. And I said, like, what else do you need? Like, how do you wash your clothes? How do you shower? Um, what do you do with the dog? Like, and I think, to be honest, it was the dog that got me. Because I was yeah. just... But I went back there today and I went and bought some groceries and some food for the dogs and um, got in some fresh Amazing. water and whatever. And I share that story with you guys because... The abundance in life that we have living in this first world world, it, it's crazy. Like fresh water, fresh food, a place to sleep in. And I know on the grand scheme of things, sometimes doing those things doesn't help solve the problem, but it really did help solve his problems exactly. for a couple of days. Exactly. And I feel we have so much. We do. We have so much that we don't need all of this. We do not need. We don't need half all of, of it. What we have. We just don't. And I think a lot of us live in the scarcity mindset, like there's not enough, not enough. And I see it everywhere. Mm. People don't want to help. People don't want to give, and it baffles me. I it think baffles it's that me. scarcity mindset, like with it the is. body, when the body is in fight or flight when it's uh -huh. in flight mode uh -huh. it holds on to the fat in the body everything like, oh my god and that's how a lot of people um have issues shedding weight a hundred percent and i think transmuted into physicality yeah that is what we do as humans the, yeah. we we, every, we hang on to everything everything it's, physical it's like oh my god they'll say this is a little thing that i learned i forgot who um where i was listening to it they said uh Kerwin, was it Kerwin Ray? Oh, do you love know him? That yeah. Yes. I think he said it. I can't be sure, but I think. So he said, okay, humans, humans hold on to everything because we have a thought process. Okay, mm. animals. Animals, let's say there's a lion and a lion in the jungle and they're fighting. Um, they fight. After they fight, what they do, you know when you see animals shake? Even yes. dogs do it. Yes. They're shaking off the stress. Yes. As soon as that fight is done, they shake off the stress because if they didn't shake it off, other lions in the jungle would feel their stress oh. and they're victims, they're targets. Yes, they become weak. Yeah, but we as humans, we don't shake off the stress. We hold on to it. Yes. <laughs> so distracted by all the yeah, beautiful I men know, here. Right? Sydney's great for men. <laughs> Isn't it ever? Yeah. So yeah. We, we as humans, we hang on to the stress by thinking about what just happened. And we hold on to it. And, and we, making it mean something. Yes, and creating a story. Oh, I didn't and just trip over that. I'm yeah, a clumsy bitch yeah. and forever. And I see it with people. That. They have an issue and they get on the phone to their friends. Oh, you'll never believe what happened to me today. Oh blah, 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 blah. Hang up the phone. Next day. Oh, you'll never believe what happened to me. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you're just re reigniting yes. that story within your nervous system, oh. sending the signals to your brain to create the event. The body knows no different. I love The body this. knows no different. Yes. And the, but the body keeps score. It really does. It keeps it score. So the more forget. you talk about your shit in a negative way. You give it life. 
Absolutely. You create the story. You create the neurons in the brain. You create the Momentum. everything. It's everything. like the energy of what you were talking about before. Yeah. Whether you think you're right or wrong, yeah. you'll always be right. Or whether yeah. you think... What's that scenario? If Same. you think you're right, you're right. If you think you're wrong, you're wrong. Yeah. yeah. And when you give momentum and energy to what you, whatever you give your focus and attention to, you multiply. 100%. So it doesn't matter if you're giving it to what you don't want or what you want. The universe doesn't recognize it. No, it's no different. That. Yeah, it doesn't. So it just gives you what you want. So I've got a little trick that I do when I'm frustrated with things and let's I'm not a perfect person I'm still trying to master the um, you know the non-reacting on whatever I've gotten really good at it but I'm not a, I'm not 100% perfect right what I do when I get a little bit frustrated or angry I use sarcasm because the universe doesn't oh. know sarcasm everybody says it's the lowest form of wit no I think it's the only no. form of wit that's my coping mechanism so if something like I don't know happens I'm like oh yeah I love that I love when that happens yay and Yay. it just diffuses the it situation It does, completely. it does, it does. I just make a little kind of, you know, a, a bit, I'm a bit sarcastic or I kind of just throw it out there, Sassy. whatever, and then I get over it. I love and I'm that. done with it. So that's your frustration and anger covered. So how do you deal with stress? If we're breaking the fast, how do you deal with stress? I don't deal with stress because I don't allow, and actually I'm lying to you. I try my hardest not to turn pressure into stress because st- pressure is literally just unconscious yet turning stress. it into stress yeah. so i just feel when i say when i'm talking to let's say my boyfriend is like oh babe is there any, what's up you know i'm like i'm just feeling a bit pressured i'm yes. under pressure yes because i feel that stress when you're stressed it's because you're doing something you don't want to do Absolutely. and if I'm doing something that I really don't want to do I try not to say I'm stressed because my brain will like okay you don't want to do it and when you don't want to do something it's just horrible it's yeah. horrible for to feel that so I just say I'm just a little bit under pressure I just feel a little bit pressured at the moment um, and that helps me to to combat what I'm going through really Absolutely. I just don't allow stress to enter my and if it does it's like very short-lived and, and you make a good point there I remember listening online the other day someone made um, note of the fact that a lot of companies these days have a stress management system and they're like no it was Sadhguru actually spoke about stress management and he's like why would I want to manage stress why would you completely eradicate exactly why would you exactly why would you if it's if you're being stressed or engaging with stress that there's an opportunity to disengage there yeah and it's also about acceptance I used to I remember when I was married like in the bodybuilding industry there's containers and containers and containers Every time I'd wash containers, there was fucking 10 more containers in the sink. And I used to get so stressed about it. And then now that I'm away from it, I still get dishes, yes. But now as I'm washing dishes, I'm mindful. So as I'm washing the dishes, I'm concentrating on the soap, on the water. How does it feel? I'm accepting that there are dishes. And I think once we accept what we're going through... It becomes so much more easier to well, deal with. In, what, what do they say? What you resist persists. Exactly. So owning something gives you the power yeah, accept to it. have a say in what happens yeah, with that accept of being it. at the whim of Yeah. And I learned this through, um, I did a course in meditation. And basically people think that meditation is 
you've got to switch off your thoughts. 100% nobody can switch their thoughts off. It's impossible. Yes. It's about <laughs> yeah, managing your thoughts. So meditation for me is not just sitting there in, you know, cross-legged with, you know, that kind of, you know, your whatever symbol that is with your hands. It's about when you're washing the dishes, you're focusing on the soap, the temperature of the water, the sound, mindfulness. That's I what it is. That. That's what meditation is. Um, gym is meditation. You're breathing through your exercises. That's meditation. We don't realize that you can meditate while driving. You can oh. meditate while training, washing dishes, Being having present. a shower. That's the thing. Because at the end of the day, the past doesn't exist really, does it? It doesn't. Absolutely Nor does not. the future. All we have is right here, right now. So have you got any tips for me to be able to focus and meditate, be mindful be at here. City Gym? Oh. With all of those With all the guys. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm finding it a challenge. How do you... You know what, actually? Let's touch on that for one yeah, moment. Because sure. since I've started training there with all these beautiful people, I've just felt like I'm digging deeper. I'm at the gym twice a day now. Of course you are. <laughs> and why wouldn't I be? Of course you are. The, the level and intensity of the fabulous there yeah. just escapes me. And I'm really not looking forward to going back to normality. Yeah, of course you, you know? are. Look, it, it does make it a lot easier, right? It, it really does. But to be honest, great segue into the last T or the last component of breaking the fast with the tiredness mm -hmm. i have found since i have connected in with certain energies certain frequencies i'm now actually less tired yeah. less stressed yeah less anxious yeah not frustrated at yeah. all and i feel like that is a byproduct yeah. of the energies and the space that i'm choosing to connect with. yes and you know why that is though you're vibing at a certain level and when you're meeting people that are vibing below that level it just zaps your energy. Absolutely. It zaps it. Um, so when you're vibing with someone on a similar level, you don't have to worry about what you're going to say, what you're going to do, because you both on know the, what's yeah. going on. It's a yeah. mindless exchange. Like it's a conscious, connected, no sort of ego. It's, it's, a, yeah. it's a vibe. Yeah. And so yeah. how do you, do you ever get tired? I get tired around people that, get stuck in the victim mentality yes yeah i get tired and and look i know what that's like exhausted i know what that's like to be yes. no one wants to be a victim Te deep down inside you don't want to be a victim you don't but we get stuck in that whether yeah. it's through generational um circumstantial what have you i get tired around those people i, I really do now with that i find that i I feel a big mistake that we uh, make as humans in this society is we use our friends and our partners as um, punching bags or yeah. therapists we or do. sounding boards. We and do. whilst I love having a connected, authentic conversation with my friends and I yeah. love holding space for their growth, yeah. I'm not up for the drama and the bitching yeah. and the deep yeah. fragging and the yeah. toxic wasteland that yep. has been old machinery and how we connect as friends and yep. partners yeah um and i'm the same like when i'm you're trying to offer someone something or whatnot and they're just constantly giving energy and momentum to the problem yeah there's no space to create a solution no there isn't mindset. but the thing is that we need to understand not everyone's going to be woke on this planet. I'm telling you, not everyone. I know. We've got to accept people's journeys. Absolutely. Those people, um, unfortunately, it's stuck in their nervous system. 
and people tend to think, oh yeah, okay, you've got to change your mindset. No, you've also got to change your um, what you do with your nervous system. Absolutely. A lot of trauma is stuck in the nervous system, sends the signals to the brain and creates that victim mentality. But people don't know this. People just say, oh, once you go to therapy, you'll be okay. No, you won't. Mm. You have to also work on the physical part of your trauma because it's stuck in your nervous system. Absolutely And that's what I found. After years and years of therapy, I was in therapy for three to four years, and you shouldn't be in therapy for that long. Once I started working on my nervous system and working on that with supplements, exercise, meditation, I'm now getting more into the... It's just things are working a lot better for me now. Right. And so in closing, what are your top five wellness tips? to cultivate only top five self. yeah i know top okay. 10 let's go 10 okay i, I think we've try. got time okay top 10 my first and foremost is exercise have to do my exercise that's number one. Second, my food that is non-negotiable i must eat well i have a treat meal once a week and that's it and what's your treat could be pizza could be burger and ice cream and I bet though it's a really it's the best burger you've ever yeah, had. Yeah, hundred percent. I will research the best burger, the best pizza, the best pasta. One hundred percent. Fluid water intake. Mm. That is an absolute must. Water intake. Uh, sleep. Even though I don't get enough sleep, I'm still working on the sleep. Um, but sleep is really important. Um, my supplementation. That is that is huge. My subs. And what supplements are you currently taking? Fuck, what am I taking? <laughs> How long have you got, babe? Okay, what am I taking? Oh, well, look, I have dropped down from 25 different subs to 14. Nice. That's an achievement for me. So I take um, I take a magnesium, an inulin, I take a GABA, I take an inositol, I take glycine, I take um, a immune system booster, vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin E, I take DIM, from what, uh, from what I can remember. Yeah, I love that. We're yeah, so a lot. On the same yeah, I take a lot. Number six. Uh, self care. Self care. Okay, self care can look like getting a massage, look like getting your hair done, can also look like exercise. Um, self care. Um, presentation for me. Um, I need to be presentable at all times. Not always glammed. I'm not always glam because I'm always in training gear. But I like to be presentable. I have to be in some way. Just nice. I love that. Uh, skincare. Skincare. I'm real um, big on skincare, Botox, really good active skincare. Um, and I do dabble in surgery. I do. If I don't like, I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks or says about this. If I don't like something, I will fix it. Absolutely. I don't care. I don't care if you like it on me. I don't. And I'm going to fix it. And who is it about in me. your world? Me. Thank you. I'm not comfortable. So exactly. I'm going to fix it. I love that. Personal um, responsibility. Yeah, 100%. And, and who top- you spend time with oh, also. Yeah. Who Fair you cool. spend time with. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Oh, that's a perfect place yeah. to start. Stop. Yeah. But um, <laughs> get familiar with this boss, babe, because this is most certainly not the last time I will be speaking to her. She's got so much to give. So much. So many chapters to live. And yeah. on that space, I'm going to say 
keep hydrated and stay <laughs> fabulous. And sexy. And sexy. Keep it sexy. <laughs> but keep it classy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Thank you, Vesna. You Love are me. amazing. Thank Even you. better in real life. <laughs> I love her. And now I'm going to have some private time with her by myself without the camera. Ooh, what salacious tales will we share? <laughs> Stay tuned for the next instalment and have a beautiful day. Here we are. Okay, so uh, this, well, my next guest actually needs no introduction. If you own a television, if you were born in the 80s and remember the Big Brother phenomenon, I wanted to introduce you to the Masso Queen, OnlyFans Cougar, the It and a Bit Girl from Sydney. Oh, you're from Melbourne actually though, from aren't Melbourne. you, babe? Yeah. So she's in Sydney, lucky me, none other than the Big Brother boss babe, Vesna, from Series Yay. 1, wasn't it, no, babe? No, babe, Series 5. Really? 2005. Yes, yeah, so it started in 2001 and I wow. was in 2005. And were you in with Big Bum Dancer? No, she was one. Ah, so I must have just watched the first one and your one. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's amazing. Yeah. So I feel so blessed to oh, have a so space cute. with this beautiful, <laughs> awesome queen. You're so cute. As she's in Sydney for a hot minute and... I get to catch up with her and spend some quality time chatting about um, all things amazing, fabulous. So the reason why this boss bombshell caught my eye, um, I, I noticed her online, I noticed you authentically just sharing yourself. I remember you from back in the day and I was just like, <laughs> this woman has no fucks to give. Like she, she's unapologetically her. Talk to me, who is Vesna? Okay, so, uh, look, I've, I would have to say at this point in my life, I am completely and utterly the sort of person that is just striving for success. That's all I'm focused on. I and what is your version of success? You look up success on your storyboard. What is on the storyboard Financial freedom. Yes. Financial freedom. Amen. That's it. That's pretty much it. Everything else in my life, I feel like, I can't say I've got it covered, but I've got it, I, it's there. It's in hand. I'm fully aware of myself. I'm aware of my surroundings, people. My communication's great. I know how to connect. My financial situation, I'm just really working on. Yes. Um, and that would have, that look, that comes from, I was in a marriage for a few years, and I was told by my ex-husband, don't worry, babe, I gotcha. Don't worry, babe, I gotcha. Mm. So, don't worry, babe, I gotcha turned into being poor, pretty much, because he didn't, he didn't have me. He was very focused on his bodybuilding. All the money went there, and he had two children to his first marriage, so we had no money. We this just... is a familiar story, babe. I yeah. don't know if you have watched the bodybuilding docker series on Sally, Killer Sally. I think it is. Uh, I've heard of it, yeah. Very I've similar story. Really? Woman supporting her man. Yeah. They were both into bodybuilding. Yep. The, I feel like the, um, oh God, I got goosebumps. Um, <laughs> she, she held him together. She, yep. um, had 
other kids from a different marriage, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. a bit of a difference there, but it all turned into him. She was out hustling and wrestling and making money in ways that she actually wasn't quite okay with but enjoyed because that's what a good yeah. wife did, right? Yeah, exactly. And um, he said the same thing to her, I got you, and it actually was that she had him and then that turned exactly. into a domestic violence situation yep. and ultimately yep. she ended up killing Blow. Wow, um, I can relate. Not to, <laughs> not, not to the killing, but like there were times that I felt that venomous, you know, towards him. But I get that because I'm the sort of person if I'm if I'm in your life, I'm loyal uh, to the very fucking end. Leo or Scorpio? Capricorn. Oh. <laughs> I'm fucking loyal as they get, right? So when, and I believed in him, this was the thing, I believed so much in him because he had everything going for him. But on a mental level, yeah, no, no. He just, he wasn't, sorry, my nose is running because I had it done. Um, he wasn't a good communicator. Um, he didn't know how to network. It was always me pushing him to, babe, go talk to this person. Babe, go talk to that person. Let's do this. Let's do that. I was the ideas woman and trying to, you know, blah, blah, blah. So he'd be like, you're the ideas person, blah, blah. I'll be the money guy. But he wasn't the money guy. Yeah. Because he was spending all his money on fucking gear. Yeah. And fucking other bitches at the same time. <laughs> Hello. So he was treating other women and buying gear. And I was like, what, what the fuck's going yeah. on here? So at what point in the relationship did you figure out, hey, this is... Like, what, what was the turning point for you to say, right, the, I need to be here for me, no one's coming, not even my husband, I need babe, to get the fuck out of here? Babe, it wasn't even a turning point. Yep. He did me such a favour. Oh, He left me. So he left Color. me, he cheated on me, and he left. So he was cheating on me relentlessly, and he left. At the time, I was devastated. Now he did me such a fucking favour. Oh. oh, my God. And the only reason why I didn't leave was because he had two kids to his first marriage, and I was heavily invested in them. I've got them tattooed on my arm. Yeah. We were so close. So I kept on thinking, if I go, that's it for me. I can't see the kids. Yeah. But then I thought, you know what? I have to put me first. Absolutely. And as soon as I switched my mindset to not... No, that's it. I've had enough. This is after he left because I was trying to see the kids for a long time. One day I literally stopped and I just stopped trying to chase the kids and him and trying to get to see them. But he loved me chasing him. He yeah. loved it. That's loved what it. Off on. Yeah. It's a very yeah. narcissistic trait. He's a narcissist. I found myself yeah. in a highly toxic, highly abusive relationship. Yeah where this guy almost physically killed me, um, ostracized all of my friends yeah. and my family, yeah. made me so dependent on him. Yeah. And the things that I, I feel, the things that drew me to him, like my success and my independence, are the things that turned him off me and had him be feeling so emasculated. 100%. And then his unresolved childhood trauma, however yeah. that manifested, yeah. him being highly narcissistic and abusive yeah. and controlling, yeah. matched with my unresolved, obvious daddy 100%. issues exactly. of an abandonment. Because yeah. why the hell would I be with a man exactly. like that? Exactly, same with was, me. You know? That's exactly what happened with me. So... Um, he just promised me he love bombed me at the start. I was everything to him. Uh, he put me on such a pedestal. I they couldn't really come off. get you good, don't they? Wow, <laughs> it was crazy. And I've actually written a short, a short um, book on my experience, um, and I titled and it "A Beautiful." Oh, well, I'm <laughs> not sure. Called? A beautiful disaster. Oh, perfect. Um, I don't. And it is that. It's it was a beautiful disaster. It was so beautiful. Our union was 
so beautiful because it was so fucking toxic. It was like if he had to graph it, yes. <laughs> if he had to graph it, it was like this constantly. And I know the reason why I was addicted to that because in my childhood it was inconsistent. Yes. So my brain was wired for inconsistency and for trauma and for toxicity. Yeah. So and I was used to that. Lies. Yeah, like, was, yeah. You have to work hard to get love. Yes, so yes. How do you work the more love? Exactly, exactly. Oh, so great. I was taught that love was only available if you were a good girl, if you had looked good, etc., etc., etc. So it was conditional. Conditional. And so your background is Macedonian, correct? correct. Yes. And I. Do your family have a religious affiliation? Definitely not. No? They have, they're definitely not religious at all. So culturally, I know my friends, mm. European friends, not just specifically Macedonian, mm. but yeah. any sort of European friends, there's this conditioning, and correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. that women have a place mostly in the home, in the kitchen. You've got yeah. to look perfect, be perfect, not say yeah. too much, don't say not enough. Yeah. Keep the household yeah. a home and yeah. support your husband. Forget about your femininity and yeah. and, and whatever that. Yeah. But am I, how am That's I going 100% with that? That's a hundred percent correct. And and one big point that I have to um, point out is do not be sexy. You cannot be sexy, mm. and you can't own your sexuality. You can't be interested in sex. You Just can't have be- children. Wash the dishes. You're cook the there food. to breed. You're there to look after your man and breed, the house. Breed, feed, <laughs> but and, not and need. <laughs> exactly. And some women actually in the Macedonian culture do all of that plus work full time. Wow. So not a tall order. Not really, right? Yeah, it's quite slave-like, I would say. And my mum was very much all of that, mm-hmm. you know. So um, I feel like there needs to be a shift, but... Obviously, our parents aren't going to be the ones that will shift it. No. It'll be us. set in our ways. But there aren't many women, Macedonian women out there like me. No. I remember one of my best friends back in the day when I took up pole dancing, she was like, oh, babe, you've got to be careful. Like, people are going to think you're a prostitute. And? And and that was my reaction. I was like, and And if I am, so so what? what? But how does pole dancing equate to... Um, sex work and so what Let, like let's so talk what if it does though you know so what, what I mean? if it does and and it was funny because when I started pole dancing I felt such power yeah of there was it was like this sexual beast and this lioness just rose up out of my soul and I had the confidence and my body transformed yeah. and my mind and my relationship with myself transformed yeah and I was just like, boom, I'm here, come yep. get me. I, w- I, was, I remember one day walking down the street with uh, that Right Said Fred song in my head. Yep. And I was feeling myself in a major fucking way. Mm-hmm. So while we're on the subject of the sex industry and yep. women's empowerment, yep. talk to me about... what well, I don't know. I can't remember the exact title of it, but it was some sort of... Um, Cougar Erotic Cougar. Erotic Cougar. So that yeah. is who you are on OnlyFans. Yes. I yes. love that you've got that. Yes. Talk to me how that came about and what that means for you to okay. have the freedom and the balls to just own to that, that and, and okay. go with that. Because yeah. I know, as we discussed before, women are so sexually oppressed right now. Like it's too much. Too much. It's too much. It's too be much. Be sexy, but don't be sexual. Yeah. Be hot, but don't be a slut. Yeah. Like, yeah. Where and I, do we fit in? Like, how do we 
navigate our way through that This, as this women. is the thing, right? This is what I find. First, the OnlyFans, the erotic cougar came from, I um, am in a relationship and my boyfriend is 25 years old. I love that so. for you. As I'm about to dive into a little... Um, a little experience with a 24 year old yeah. I was wondering yeah. what I could potentially gain from that yeah. so thank you for you're the messenger from God saying go for it it is fabulous <laughs> number one the cougar whole cougar thing comes from being with a 25 year old I love it even though he's 25 he's more of a man than my ex-husband was ever wow he's, in, he's incredible and it's because he listens to what I need yes. and he fulfills my needs I say this is what I need from you if you can be it be it if not then let me know and he's that so so direct communication direct, yeah. honesty openness and he yeah. is emotionally intelligent what sounds a hundred percent and wow. he's been through some stuff and he's a man yeah and he's been through some stuff he hasn't been you know babied and and, and all of that and i feel like when people have been through some stuff yes. they really grow they really oh, do they grow that's so, how diamonds are formed yeah right. exactly so after, okay so the erotic cougar came from that so he thought of erotic and I thought of cougar, so he put that together. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, so he actually made my OnlyFans. So he did it up, he did it for me. Sometimes he'll monitor it for me um, when I'm too busy. Um, he does my advertising. Recently my Instagram, my erotic cougar Instagram got banned from got taken down from Instagram, so I've got to start all over again. Oh, of course. They have a habit of doing that. Yeah. So Stay was, within the lines. Yeah, so the it was patriarchy. too sexual. Yeah, yeah, too sexual. But I'm trying to promote my OnlyFans. Yeah. That's what it's about. Come on. So that got taken down. Um, I just thought, why wouldn't I just draw on the fact that I'm older? I look after myself as best as I possibly can. You you look amazing, by the way. This is just... And I picked her for a 40-year-old and she's like, ah, ah, bitch, I'm 45. <laughs> I was like, oof, that's like half a decade. Keep doing it, girl. Yes, I try my best. Um, and I just found that a lot of younger guys are just, they just swarm like honey to bees around me. They just mm. swarm to me. Your energy is enticing. I don't know what it is, but they are just, and I'm just like, okay, I've got to, you know, Kind of try and navigate my way yeah i have to capitalize yeah. on this yeah so that's where that came from and i find that um look i'm still working on my only fans um and i think my instagram page has been taken down that's really set me back a lot so look i'm still working on that so and so what i what is sex to you like i mean and i asked that let me give you me? some con uh, context with regards to that so for some people, sex is a tool for power. For others, it's a means to an end. For a lot of people, it's just a way to create life. Uh -huh. um, and I, I guess sexuality and um, sexual conduct in a relationship is really important. Yeah. For me, I have my own thoughts and feelings about monogamy and how I really don't think it works. Same. Um, like, I know so many marriages that have broken up because yep. of infidelity. Yep. I think Hollywood has a big part in conditioning and curating the boundaries and barometer for what it yep. is to have a relationship, yep. like picket fence, or, yep. you know. I know a lot of married people as well who connect with others sexually yes. as a conscious, yes. agreed upon scenario yes. within their marriage. Mm -hmm. And they've been married happily 
for 20 years. Yeah. I know others that are sexually oppressed don't engage in sexual activities with each other and they're both out undercover engaging in sexual activities with other people. Sad. You know what I mean? So it's talk really to me sad. about how you've managed to navigate your way into creating your own relationship that's a fit for you mm. and has all of the boxes to Okay, okay. Excuse the pun. Okay. <laughs> so, the way I've used sex. Sex for me is a way of expressing my needs, a way of feeling good because I know that when women orgasm, it actually gives us energy. Yes. So for men, it takes it away. Women, it gives us energy. And I'm very... I've never been so comfortable in my own skin and with my own body. Oh. If I want to masturbate, I will do it whenever I want to. Love and that. I will do it um, at work, in between, whatever. I'll do it at home. I'll do it... I'll, I've got 10 minutes. Okay, yeah, I'll just do <laughs> I love it. love you. I just do it yeah. because it's so... It energizes me. Energize. I need really to transform my relationship to that because I got so good at it there for a while yeah. that when I was actually engaging in sex with men, yeah. I was like, oh fuck, is that it? Like I could yeah. have done a better job myself. Yeah, and I think it depends on <laughs> yeah, it depends on the partner too. Yes. So when I found fa- I found that there are two types of men. Men that when they have sex with you, they want to extract your energy from yes. you. So they they take, take your energy. Yeah. They take your vitality. They take your energy. They're there to themselves. satisfy themselves yes. and for self-gratification. Yes. And then you've got men. It's like the American psycho syndrome. Yeah. And I could feel that with my ex-husband. Yeah. And that's why I was so depleted in the marriage for such a long time. With my boyfriend, number one, we don't see each other a lot. I love that. And Quality he loves that. Quantity. Yeah. He loves it too. Um... He he doesn't pressure me for sex. It's not everything to him. Yes. And when I don't get pressured to do something, I want to do it more. Oh, preach. And then when we do have sex, it is just, I'm a complete, I'm going to use, what word can I use? I don't want to use the word slut. I don't. Animal. Animal. Machine, I'm weapon. hoary. I'm hoary. I'm so comfortable. I love it. That I could be porn star with him. I love that. Because I'm comfortable with him. Yes. Because I know that he's not extracting. It's just this energy, this energy exchange of energy. Yes. It's an exchange of energy. An even exchange of energy. Yes, yes. And as much as he does most of the work, not going to lie. I love that for you. (laughs) He does because he's so good at it. I'm just like, yeah, just do it. Just do it. I love it. And he's okay. He's okay with that. But it's a Um, great point that you make because I found like I've been out of the game for a long while. The dating game. Even like... The random hookups game. I don't really do that. Well, you're not However, missing out. There's this cute little guy at my gym, and I'm like, mm, he's 24, he's buff, yeah. and I'm like, I'd oh. like to engage with you. However, I'm like, for me, sex has always been like a bit of a performance and a this yeah, right. and a that. And so, I messaged my girlfriend. And I'm like, I'm nervous going into this dating game and this sex game again because I've been out of the saddle so to speak for a while like she was like the advice she gave to me was be there for your pleasure don't it's yeah what can you get what can you get out of it yeah and so what's your advice to women who are disconnected from themselves sexually how does one foster freedom and space in the sensual space okay so for me it's it's a number of things and firstly i'll start with self-care number one 
I can't stress enough to you how important a good diet is, mm. exercise, um, mindfulness meditation to begin with. Mm. Self-care will increase your self-esteem. Your self-esteem is increased, your confidence increases. Once your confidence increases, you are then more able to be more comfortable with pleasuring yourself. Yes. So get to know your own body first. Self-pleasure. Yeah, so that's my number one. Self-pleasure is my number one. And then once you embody all of that, I feel like if you're married or you're partnered, your partner will will sense all of that. Yeah, and they might make a switch also. Um, but if you're not partnered, you'll attract someone that embodies the same beliefs as you do when it comes to sex yeah so it's and en- it's energy it's upgrading it's the glow up it's the all of that higher standards all of that higher results yeah i find that if you if you are with someone that has the same um okay i have a lot my standards are quite high like i've my standards are really high when it comes to men i don't involve myself with smokers uh, drug users yep. alcoholics alcohol is okay but not like it a problem if you don't train I don't involve myself with you Preach. I just don't I yeah. just don't because the way I see it is the more you take care of yourself the more you're gonna take care of me that's the way it is 100% how you treat yourself I look at how you treat yourself then I go okay you treat yourself like that you're gonna fucking treat me like that exactly so I love that and that's so it just depends advice. on how they treat themselves yeah you know if I'm if you've got a guy that, you know, I get it, you're working all day, you're tired, you get home and you open a few cans of beer or stubbies, whatever you want to call them, and you sit on the couch and you're eating a pizza, no fucking Do we way. know guys that Yuck. drink no, no, no. That's, no, that's not healthy. Not at all. It's not about good or bad. It's about health. Is it healthy or is it unhealthy? Exactly. I try to remove the good and bad vocabulary. Babe, same. Healthy or unhealthy. Anymore. Yeah. It's really unproductive. Yeah. I'm even trying yeah. to weed out the word perfect because it's really. It doesn't quite, exist. No. It doesn't exist. And as a recovering perfectionist, I found that trying yeah. to. Even when I when I find myself saying, "Oh, is this good or is this bad?" or even yeah. even healthy, I've had the healthy conversation with people, and yeah. they're like, "Oh, is this healthy?" And I'm like, "Well, it depends on what your goals are, right?" Like, yeah, exactly. You know, is yeah. a block of chocolate healthy? Probably not. But yeah. do you have two thousand calories to spend after a week of training your ass off? Hell yeah! Exactly, exactly. So it's really bio individual, but I love what you said about getting rid of the good and bad because it's perceptual. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so that's that's just my take on sexuality, and I feel like, and let's just touch on another topic too that really gets me. Please. I have found as soon as, and it happened to me too when I got married. I find that as soon as women get married, it's oh. like a switch. And yes. the sexy switch is comes off and they go into wife and mum mode. And I have seen it with my own two eyes and I've heard it with my own two ears. When women say to their husbands, you're not doing that. You're not going there. What the fuck is that? Uh, yeah. You are not their mother. So we f- I find that a lot of women get into their masculine as soon as they get married. Yes. And their husbands or partners, they become emasculated and they become women. And the roles are reversed. There's no equilibration. Nothing. They're reversed. So then he, she doesn't want to have sex with him because she feels like she's his mother and he just wants to have sex. He doesn't give a fuck because he needs to release his load. But 
In saying that, it's not about releasing your load. I try and say this to men all the time. You don't always have to come. Yes. Try. You don't always. It's well, not about well, just coming. Even my body went into a physical reaction when you said that. So let's unpack that. Yeah. Like because I know every male listening to this will be like, "What the fuck?" And then every woman listening to this will be like, "Oh, what a relief." <laughs> yeah. You don't always have to come. You yes. know. I think when 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 it comes to men ejaculating, it, I feel like. For them, it's a lot of stress. Yes. Go to the gym. Yeah. Okay. That's a stress reliever. Go for a walk. Go for a run. Do some meditation. And I find a lot of men, they just want to come just to relieve that stress. But you don't always have to come. You just don't. I think what you touched on is a great um, a great thing there as well. Coming back to what's the purpose of sex and what do you have sex yeah. for and how do you have sex. It's like... Drugs, alcohol, sex, yeah. shopping, yeah. any of those things by themselves are not generally bad, but your engagement with drugs, your engagement with sex, your engagement yeah. with shopping, like what are you using those things for? Yeah, right. To release your, like, and you made a great point with men, it's like, are you using a woman as a, as a thrashing board or a chopping block to, to masturbate your, with? Yeah. And Take that's a lot of the time what sex they is do. now, especially yes. after porn. And, yes. You know. Stop watching porn. Yeah. That's it. You're, you're just getting the wrong idea about sex. Sex is, you've got to understand, I say this to men, and they really listen when I, and they kind of go, oh, yes, you make sense. Okay. When you're entering a woman, mm. you're cha- exchanging your energy. So let's just say you've been, a man's been with 20 women, and then he has sex with this one woman. Technically, he's depositing energy for 20 people Inside into her. her. Yes, I get that. Now, and, and especially, and also too, a man, you're going inside 20 women, you're extracting that energy and you're keeping that energy. We're all energy beings. That's all yes. we are. So we need to be careful of who we exchange with. Completely. We have to be careful. It's like a charging porthole, really. 100%, 100%. I think physiologically that's why women yeah. have sex and experience sex in a different yeah. manner because they're the ones, they're the, they're the energy source. Yeah. Men, exactly. however, are the ones doing the entering exactly. and sucking that energy out. Yeah, so I want men, particularly men, to change their perception on sex. If you're going to be having sex, I think we need to be more mindful about it. We're not, women aren't masturbating we're not there for you to use your hand then yeah if you if you want to have sex with me i love that it's true though it really is if you want to have sex with me it's about me enjoying it too yeah connecting otherwise i can have sex with you in two ways i can lie there close my eyes and take my body into a different place or i can connect with you what do you want it to be so if i say no you have to accept that and go okay so it's a no. Maybe I'll try next time. But you've got the approach is really important. All of that. All Absolutely. Of it. So I think too for women a lot of the time, um, and, and you are so like, I can just see with your language and your disposition and your energy, I can feel it. You're very matter of fact in what you want, what mm-hmm. you need. And if I feel like if there wasn't the space there, you would create the space 100%. for you to be who you are in mm-hmm. that exchange. 100%. A lot of women listening to this, whether they're single or married, and I know I've experienced this in the past, the fear of initiating sex with a partner for fear of rejection mm. or for fear of not doing something right or performing to the expectation yeah. of the other party. Yeah. I feel like that 
is a, a concern and something, an obstacle that everyone is navigating their way around. I mean, even for men. Yeah, of course. How, how do you navigate your way around that? Or what would you suggest to women as a barrier dismantle for that kind of I, I just feel it's okay to lie there sometimes yeah honestly and accept the pleasure yeah like I think we have to be more accepting of pleasure and I think a lot of women are very uncomfortable with accepting pleasure from their partners yes they are uncomfortable maybe they think they don't deserve it and I think too like I had Absolutely. They do. Or it's their condition and culture that we're yes. there to serve. That, yes. And like I had the conversation yes. with my girlfriend about um, my concerns and hang ups about this little interaction that I'm fostering. Yeah. And um, that was my concern. I'm like, oh, what if he doesn't like it? What do I have to do? Like, I don't know what to do. She's just like, maybe just do nothing. Yes. And just receive the gifts. Exactly. Receive. Just, I'm okay with lying there sometimes, but I'm enjoying myself. Yes. And that should be enough. I don't have to do acrobatics. I don't have to do that. <laughs> I love you. I don't have to. Yeah. You want to fuck me? Then that's fine. I'm going to accept that. And Absolutely. let me enjoy it. And I will enjoy it. I think That's just too, the way it is. I need a, a detox. I watch a lot of porn. Look, <laughs> and yeah. I, it's only, like, in the past a lot when I used to get, you know, when I was heavily involved in drugs and used to get yeah. high and yeah. just be drunk and just, you know, like... And But I think we don't realise just how much this stuff impacts our interaction and engagement with real life. It does. It changes your brain chemistry. Porn changes it. That's just the way it is. Yeah, it changes 100%. your brain chemistry. And you so have no more porn for me. No, well, I still watch porn. Like, I do. I'm going to limit my exposure. Yeah, to... I still watch porn. Um, but I think we need to limit ourselves. It's, again, the purpose of it. Like, what are you watching it for? Are you watching it to get off, be inspired? Uh, no, I'm watching it to get off. I prefer female on female porn. Same. I find male and female a little bit. The way they do it is... is it's too much, it all the really gagging. And you're and not the, enjoying that shit, don't lie. And I'm telling you, those girls are higher than 10,000 yes. pipes for them to be enjoying some of the shit that they have to you're put not. themselves through. You're not. And, that's not. and this is what I guess too, like reality versus um, expectation yeah. from online conditioning. Yeah. We have it in Instagram, we have the filters, and porn is another great example of that. It's like, I'm sorry, but if I'm going to have to gag to where my life depends on me not being able to breathe, that is not enjoyable. And as a man, are you that disconnected with life and with a woman that you think that that is enjoyable? And that's fine if you want to do that. I mean, if yeah. you're, getting, you're getting paid for it, that whatever. If you can switch from the mindset of, okay, I'm going to gag and I'm going to get paid, I don't know, a grand to do this. Okay, fine. I can do that. I can switch. Okay, but if I'm doing it purely for your pleasure... And for your, some sort of validation and love No, I can't do that. I mean, I, I do it with my boyfriend because I trust him. Yes. But I'm unable to do it with a stranger because I don't know you, I don't trust you. If you pay me $1,000, I might say yes. <laughs> that's, that's I love you. That's different. It's an even exchange rate. Exactly. I exactly. love that for us. Exactly. And... On that note, I mean, where, what's your goal with your OnlyFans? Like, what's where you're going with your OnlyFans? Your partner's okay with it. You mm. guys are in a great connected relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, where do, 
do you see you getting married to him or having babies with him? Um, oh, look, I would like to have a child. Yeah. I do, but let's be realistic. I'm 45, nearly 46. I did go to the specialist. She did say I do have eggs still, but she's not sure if they're scrambled or not. So I'm like, yeah, that's great. Yeah, if you've got jungle fever, they might be scrambled. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we have we have been kind of trying, but I travel a lot, so we don't have a lot of time together. Yeah. Um. So where do I want to go with my OnlyFans? I want that shit to blow up. Yes, I really do. Awesome. Look, I've been trying to get onto some form of reality show again because yes. let's all fucking face it. It's when a you're thing on reality now. shows that's what happens i was listening to a podcast the other day with jessica power oh wow and they interviewed her and they said to her what's your worst month of only fans she said thirty thousand. and they said what's your best month she said one hundred and ten thousand. Ah! what the fuck i i love her let's get her on for the she next is fucking amazing man she's jessica blown power. oh she's amazing she owns her sexuality she gives no fucks so i want to be at that level Great. Okay, well, I'm that's... feeling the I'm feeling the freedom and full self expression and the fabulous and the fierce and the no fucks to give from yeah. you. Like we've just connected briefly now, and already I know this is not the last time we're going no, to speak. No, you are an absolute babe. You're a doll. You're a fucking goddess. You're a warrior. Don't fuck with this bitch. She bites, but she is a boss bitch. I think she'd only bite if you wanted her to. 100%. Um, <laughs> and on that note, I'm, I'm on Google. What are the top five things I am Googling as a female looking for some inspiration for full self-expression and sexuality connectedness? If I was to Google? Yeah, if, if I'm on Google and I'm looking around, floating around the internet, mm. and I'm just looking for some inspiring content. I mean, first mm. and foremost, we're Googling your OnlyFans. Okay, What's yes. your OnlyFans handle? Uh, okay, wait, let me think. So it's Erotic erotic Cougar. Erotic Cougar? I, no, Erotic, okay. So, so my boyfriend handles it. So Erotic Cougar or Cougar Erotic? Well, I'm going to get the drop on that and put it in the yeah, comment section one of one of that yeah what's one of those. your second favorite account or place to visit for inspiration and uh, motivation okay 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 um i'm not sure i'm understanding the question but oh, i'm gonna sorry. say yeah i'm on google and i'm flicking around and i'm just looking for content oh, uh, i don't know I'm... i think i fucked up that question full disclosure you're looking for content to do what though Scrap that. <laughs> oh my god, we were totally in the flow, and she's just so stunning. I'm besotted by her beauty, no. and I can't speak. Um, and I was going to wrap it up, and then I'm like, no, this bitch has got we so can't. many more valuable I've got things to so say. So much more to say. You have no let's idea. I'm gonna. We're gonna cut it off there, and then we're gonna do a part two. Yeah, let's do that. So part two.